Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we are going to talk about hemorrhage. This is a very dear subject to me right now, and be simply because we are hearing so, mu- so much about hemorrhaging in the news today. So I thought, you know what, let's do a first aid <laughs> podcast about hemorrhaging and learn a little bit about this. So that can be kind of fun. I will tell you that moms, I know a lot of you let your children listen to these podcasts. This one might be a little bit too much for little kids. So you might want to listen to it first and then make the decision if you want to let your kids listen or not. I will also say that this is you're only going to hear one podcast, but this is a two podcast subject. And the second podcast will be in our members corner. So because it is um, a lot of deep information and it's things I don't want to really say <laughs> on a regular podcast to the whole wide world. So like I said, this is, if, if you're a member, great. You can look forward to the second podcast. If not, someday consider becoming a member so that you can um, be friends with this wonderful group of folks that share all this great information. Okay, so with that, we are going to talk a little bit more about why is hemorrhaging in the news so much today. I will say that there's, um, there has been an issue, and like I said, I don't like to say too much on podcasts, but there, it, there's many doctors around the world that are stepping forward and saying that there's a situation where a lot of people who have had a shot <laughs> recently or even two shots, um, they, they are producing or sloughing what they call spiked proteins. And like I said, without saying too much, I, you can listen to my second podcast, but <clears throat> this is causing hemorrhaging in, in people that are, have not had any shots, okay? So with that... Um, I thought, you know what, let's just go ahead and do this podcast because this is a great concern for a lot of people. And when I say a great concern, I, I have friends and family that are on both sides of this fence. It's, it's not a good place to be, <laughs> to be in the middle of all this. But at the same time, if you have the information, it's not so scary. And I, I think it's really, really important that we know where we can go, what we can do, what helps, what doesn't help, you know, things like this. And I know in our members corner last month, we put out a discussion about this whole subject about the, you know, that, that shot or what they're trying to call it lately. They're calling them jabs rather than using the, the big V word because it's, it's, you know, we don't want, we don't want our podcasts and things like that to be taken down. But at the same time, we need to start talking about this because it is an important subject. And if someone should get symptoms, whether it's because they had the jab or the shot or because they have been around someone who had it, you know what? What can we do, right? So with that, like I said, I'll talk about it more (laughs) on the second podcast. But I think you have enough information to understand where I'm coming from. 
and where I want to go with this because what we want to know is it's not oh I do get angry and I want to know all there is to know about it and I listen to different uh, YouTubes and things like that but at the same time you can be super super angry what good's it going to do you if you don't know what to do about that or you don't know where to go with that information so that's what this is about and that's what I want everyone to feel like they have an arsenal of remedies that they understand enough about natural medicine to say I can do this you know what I have if I have an emergency situation and then someone I know and love starts hemorrhaging what am I going to do all right so that's what this is about and I um and it, it's really important like I said because sometimes there's not a lot of time to, to fool around and to do the research when when you're in the middle of a crisis so we have um what we've done is I've actually I want to tell you a little couple of little stories first of all uh when I was talking to my friend today, I actually called her. I says, okay. I says, so she, years and years ago, she had told me the story of, um, she actually had, when she was one of her babies, she had gone to the doctor and the doctor told her, you are in a very serious situation. We need to put you in the hospital because you could start hemorrhaging at any time. She was about seven or seven and a half months along and she had several kids at home. And she says, no doc, I can't do that. She said, Sue, and no more than got home when, sure, sure enough, she said, I started hemorrhaging. And she said, I knew I wasn't going to make it to the hospital because that was, what, 10, 12 miles away. And she said, I, was, I wasn't going to make it at the rate I was hemorrhaging. She said, I took a handful. Now, <laughs> you have to understand this, guys, because these, this is, this is a, um, just an herb that um, it works amazingly well you know, to, to stop hemorrhage. And I'll, I'll tell you another story after I get done with this one. But this, this is an herb that, like I said, she, she took, went to the cupboard, she took a handful, and she said it was about probably six cayenne pepper capsules. Okay, so those are the double aught capsules, if you're familiar with cayenne pepper. She says, I took those, I swallowed them down, headed to the hospital. She said, by the time I got there, the hemorrhage, the hemorrhaging had stopped. The doctor could not believe it. He says, if you wouldn't have taken that cayenne, he says, you you would have, you know, hemorrhaged to death. So there you go. <laughs> cayenne pepper, folks. And um, I've since seen it work several times. There's, I've told this story. I actually think I've told that story on a podcast once upon a time. But I also tell the story of my friend has his, her son is in the Air Force and he's special services, right? So they take him out in the middle of the night and they drop him out of an airplane with, you know, with their parachutes or whatever. And they, they drop him in teams in the middle of the night with, um, you know, the bare necessities of survival or whatever and so on and so forth. Well, his buddy, as he was coming down to the ground, he fell through a tree and he ended up with a, uh, one of the branches, a stick went right through his leg. So anyway he had a couple cayenne pepper capsules in his pocket because this is his mom <laughs> he has his little mini first aid kit he gave the cayenne pepper to his buddy and he says i'll be back for you well it took him what two days because like i said there's no phones no nothing it took him two two or three days to get back to his buddy and he had not hemorrhaged to death he was he was he lived so things like that if you're prepared for situations it really can help what it does is the um actually balances the blood pressure to slow that bleeding because it's kind of funny because I remember when we were when I was a kid my dad would call this guy to come and 
dehorn the cattle, you know, because you have your steers and things out in the pasture. And if you don't, if you don't get them dehorned when they're really tiny, then they grow horns quite big by the time they're two years old. And so he would call the guy for any, you know, heifers that needed to be dehorned or whatever. And they would, um, they would come put them in a little steel cage. It's, and then they would literally just cut off their horns. And because there's a, there's a, main artery that runs to those horns to keep them to you know they grow and they're alive and there's a lot of blood flow into those horns i know they cauterize them or they like pull the vein or cauterize it and if depending on the time of month it's kind of funny because my dad used to say oh man he did such a good job did you see there was hardly any bleeding today or the next time oh my gosh blood everywhere you know because it'll literally squirt like a sprinkler it just it's crazy how much blood will come out of there so anyway in the course of visiting with my friend today we got to talking about how the moon's phases affect things of you know like we old farmers used to say you, of course you always dehorn in the fall so that the the flies don't lay their eggs in in the wound as it's trying to heal because otherwise the larva you know will grow in the wound so you always do it in the fall after the fly season and then you always do it at a new moon so because at a full moon there's more drawing power and the blood is fuller and during a new moon there's not as much drawing power so they, they don't have the tendency to bleed I know I looked up on a med just to as farmers they know these things but if you look up on a medical site they'll say no 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 none of that's true so you can take it with a grain of salt you can you know look up I did put on the paper that I will give to the members corner a link to a farmers you know how to how to grow and how to farm according to the moon because it's really really interesting because I even when I used to raise my garden I always planted according to the moon you plant um, right the second I can't remember if it's you plant above ground crops at a new moon and below ground crops at a full moon can't remember exactly right now but it's because of the drying power of the moon phases and it's like I guess I never realized how strong it was until we spent the last you know, we spent a month on the beach down in Texas and, and just the tide of the moon, uh, you know, the tide of the, the water on, on the Gulf and how powerful it is at certain times of the month. And so it's just really interesting because it's, it's a real thing. Okay. So the only reason I threw that in there is because I think it's really, really important for people to understand that there's so many facets, so many things that matter. And like I said, everything matters in our world. That's the way God designed it. I'm not making this up. It's not my rule. This is the way God designed it. And because he wants us to live close to him. He wants us to watch his creation. And he wants us to be aware of what he has done for us. And so anyway, in the course of talking about all this hemorrhaging, I was just like, you know, that was the first thing that came up was about the, was about the bleeding and um, the farm work. And <laughs> so I had to mention that. Okay. Also with that, I have to say that there are a few other things that you can do for bleeding, and one of them is vitamin C. Now, many of us, like I've talked about vitamin C a lot, especially in our mini trainings on our members' corner, <laughs> and I give my opinions as to what kind of vitamin C I really, really like a lot, and what I have been told through my trainings. And anyway, in the course of um, discussing this about all the different illnesses that have been going on for the last year and a half, there has been a vitamin C that comes up and they don't advertise it as a vitamin C because they want to, you know, they, if you do the research about gooseberries, okay, how good they are for the immune system, how rich in vitamin C naturally and so on and so forth. But there is a product called Amala 
from, and I, in, in our store, we carry it from um, Organic India. And this is a really, really good product for hemorrhaging. Vitamin C is, is very, very essential to help people because it boosts the immune system so much. It'll help keep them from being anemic. It'll help, you know, there's, it's just all we've all here, the vitamin D3, well, we sell the vitamin D3 in our store right now um, because you have to have a complete D in order for your body to uptake it. So we sell the vitamin D3 and then we have the, of course, the different kinds of vitamin C and then of course the zinc to, for a good immune system. But this AMLA, we're finding that people who have had this latest virus that's been floating around and they're having a hard time snapping back and they're just, they're just not regaining their health the way they should. When they take this AMLA, they are becoming stronger and they're getting their immune system back so that they're not susceptible to every cold, flu, you know, runny nose, whatever. So I just wanted to throw that in there too, because I, like I said, I do believe we have that on our website. I'm not, um, if we don't, I'll certainly get it up because I know we sell it in the store. It's a rejuvenating superfood. It, it rebuilds your immune system. And, and again, that helps to keep you from being susceptible to hemorrhage when your immune system is strong, all right? So, um, oh, one more thing about the moon, I have to throw this in, is the garden moon. Um, so when you're gardening, there's, okay, thistles, all right? And this is true, all right? Um, Again, this is from my friend. I have told this on a podcast probably about six years ago. It was one of the first podcasts I talked about because I was so impressed that my friend, she said she every time she would cut her thistles, they just come right back again. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what happens. That's, you, as farmers, we spend our lives cutting thistles. That's because we don't want to use Roundup on them, see? <laughs> anyway, um, and she said, so she called. She, get on, she got on the radio station one day, and she, she calls, and she says, I know there's a trick out there. I remember hearing the old timers talk about it, it, that you can cut your thistles according to the moon. And so she just put the question out on the radio station in this old little country town. So lo and behold, it wasn't too long after that, that an old man called in. He's about like 85, 90 years old. He calls in and he says, that's true. He says, if you cut your thistles 15 days after a full moon, those thistles will not regrow. And so my friend, she, she tried it, and sure enough, it was true. Her thistles never came back. So she told me about that, and my kids and I, that's what we started doing <laughs> in our pasture. And I'm not kidding you, it really worked. It was absolutely amazing. And so like I said, these little tricks that these old timers know about, and we, we're losing, we're just losing all this, this knowledge with our lack of faith in God and our you know being attached and understanding our earth. All right, enough said about that. I did put the link on this paper for our members. It's a, a farm um, growing website, and it had a, a lot of really good information on it. Okay, so we're talking about hemorrhaging. We're talking about, you know, what happens. The thing about hemorrhaging and homeopathy is you have to understand, and like I said, we're going to run through some of these remedies really, really quick. I don't, ex you know, you can email in and ask, okay, what was the remedy that Sue mentioned? <laughs> um, but we do have the printable in the members corner. And so, you know, and I, I know I keep talking about this members corner and, you know, if join, you should join. If you have, if you really love natural health and medicine, feel free to join. You have, I know we only open it a couple, three times a year or whatever, because it's a lot of work for my friends <laughs> who run it. I don't run the website. I don't really have not much to do with it, but 
I, I do know that they work really, really hard, and we work really hard to get out good information for folks and the printables to go along with everything so that you can print it out, and then you, I encourage everyone to put the podcasts on a, on a stick so you have them, and you can, you know, they're named and numbered or whatever, and you can put them on there, and you can listen to them later along with the information because there's some really good stuff. I do glean a lot of really old books, and... It, because we don't want to lose this information and we want moms to be able to pass this on to their children so that it's just a way of life for them you know I have a lot of moms that that teach their kids health class with homeopathy through these podcasts and some of the trainings which is perfect that's that's absolutely what needs to be done in order for these kids to know how to take care of themselves but it is easier when you do have you can print these all out and put them into a three ring binder and you can tab the information. You can have different categories. And I don't think I've ever talked about blood before. And when I say blood, um, you know, because the thing is, is um, if you read the old books, James Tyler Kent talks about it a lot, um, disorganized blood. Okay. They didn't have blood tests and they didn't, you know, they, they couldn't test exactly what was wrong. They knew what looked normal and they knew what wasn't normal. All right. And they knew, obviously, if it was a red blood cell issue or a white blood cell issue or whatever, they could see that under the microscope over 100 years ago. But they didn't know exactly what was causing it. So they, they didn't have a name for all these different diseases up, you know, much before 100 years ago. So they when they knew that there was a problem with the blood, they would just say disorganized blood. In other words, there's something wrong. We don't know exactly what it is. But here are the symptoms, and so here are the remedies that will go with those symptoms. And lo and behold, it would work. It was absolutely amazing. It was fascinating. Um, and so, like today, people say, should I go to the doctor? And I'll say, you know what? If you want to go to the doctor, you absolutely can go to the doctor. Otherwise, you can take a couple of weeks, and you can try this remedy or that remedy. See how it works. And so that's what I tell people because I... Uh, I know it's hard once you get into the system to, they'll scare you and, you know, they want you to take this, this drug or whatever. And so I just tell people, give yourself a couple weeks. If it's not an immediate situation, just give it a couple weeks. Usually homeopathy will take care of it within that two weeks period of time. So anyway, so we're going to talk about the blood and the bleeding issues and, and what the symptoms actually can be when you need a particular remedy. I will real quick. It's, couple of stories here too is that now that I work with the midwives and I, I've attended so many different births I, I'm I love it I'm so fascinated because like today one of the things that's happening is women who they say that the miscarriage rate has gone up in the last three months between 320 percent to 400 percent that's how many more women are miscarrying in just just the last few months and that women are having so many more more problems and like I said we're going to go through a little more detail in the second podcast here but anyway long story short these are symptoms what are they symptoms of we don't know it's kind of like the disorganized blood explanation all we know is there's a problem so we need to learn to treat the symptoms so that's what we're doing in this little podcast here is we're just going to talk we're not going to go through all of the remedies that I have listed here but a fair fair number and then just so you get an idea is that yes there is help and yes, you can do something, you know, you, you can have yourself a little arsenal of homeopathic remedies in your first aid kit. You don't have to have a zillion of them. You just have to have the basics. And if you have the basics, then you can handle situations. 
I will also say that if you go to the hospital to have a baby and then if, after like the you know the birth and that there's hemorrhaging the first thing they're going to do is give you a shot of pitocin all right which is a fake a fake oxytocin so pitocin is the synthetic oxytocin and oxytocin is what throws you into labor and also helps to stop the hemorrhaging after you know the bleeding after the baby's born but you know they just give you a synthetic pitocin which ends up giving you liver problems in the end okay <laughs> anyway a midwife you know what the midwife is going to do she's going to give you a squirt of an herb called shepherd's purse and that shepherd's purse is the same thing that we have the homeopathic remedy thlaspi thlaspi bursa pastoris and that is the that's made from shepherd's purse the tincture of shepherd's purse and it stops hemorrhaging so quickly it is absolutely amazing i i can remember after my uh, last baby was born off and on for weeks uh, i had issues okay and a friend of a friend found out that i was having these problems and she sent some uh, just a bottle of tincture she and she told me to take it three times a day and within two days all of my problems were gone so it's just it's very very interesting that you can there's something so simple that we have forgotten about all of this and i was like oh my gosh what is this stuff it was just a said it was a tincture of shepherd's purse and if I would have known about it weeks before, I would have, I would have saved me a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. All right. So some of the things you have to understand is that when we're talking about hemorrhaging, you're looking at the symptoms. When I say symptoms, um, you're looking at the color of the blood. You're looking at the, the, the quality of the blood. Is it thick? Is it, is it runny? Is it bright red? Is it dark red? Is it almost black? Is it brown? Um, is it clotted? Is it stringy? You know, what is the quality of the blood? So whether you're, whether it's a hemorrhage from the nose, and oddly enough, that's one of the things that's really happening, the nosebleeds that can't be stopped just recently. Um, and then again, like I said, it's affecting women so drastically. Women who like normally have normal cycles every month are suddenly not having normal cycles. And so with that we look at the symptoms okay we don't look at the actual event of what's happening we look at what what do we see what is their complaint are they having cramps are they feeling faint we have to look at the whole picture so with that um just pulled a few like say rubrics um blood hemorrhage sudden and i've listed some remedies here belladonna being one which is a very important remedy for sudden hemorrhage crotalus horridus is another one elapse I, like I said, there's there's several listed here, and then I've put in the symptoms of each one. But I'll just talk about those just those main three in here. I do have them all. Like I said, I did put notes here with all of them, but I'm just going to talk about the main three because I don't want this to get too long. But belladonna, just understand that belladonna. We call that the great viral interrupter remedy. It's also an amazing remedy when there's hemorrhage of bright red blood, profuse bleeding. Um, it could have an effect it could be even for a menses that's too early or painful um, a flow of blood between the menses the pains are throbbing it can, there can even be a pain in the carotid and temporal arteries and what are we having a lot today stroke-like symptoms see what i'm saying and they're finding that the the blood coagulates in the the brain of of certain persons it's nosebleeds with a bright red face Another one of those remedies that I discussed was Crotalus horridus. We know this to be the hemorrhagic flu remedy. So it's in our, our influenza 
kit. And it's the, the number one remedy we think of if there's any hemorrhaging when someone has a flu. Profuse nervous shock with deathly sickness. Trembling. Hemorrhages from every orifice of the body. Hemorrhages are slow, oozing, dark, thin blood. Not clots. Okay. Um, and then if we go down to like just women's problems. Um, I have, this is why I, this is what prompted me to have this podcast right away is because I actually had a young lady that called me and she had normal periods, you know, all the time. And then suddenly, you know, she'll have, she might cramp the day before, but then once the flow starts, she was, she'd be normal and she wouldn't have any pain anymore. But, um, she called, I think it was in day two or three. And by that time she had been having such severe cramping, it's known as uterine colic. And the, the pain did not end when the flow came on. And now by day three, now she's losing clots of of blood and for her this was totally abnormal she'd never done that before and she was really quite afraid um more angry <laughs> than afraid i think and i said and i this is before i understood everything that was going on within the last three months and so i just because of her uterine colic uh i and the cramp you know like i said it was so severe i said take the mag fos and magnesium phosphoricum is famous for cramping especially during menses and I also, because the cramping was so severe, I says, go ahead and actually take the water-soluble magnesium along with it. And I said, just take a, you know, a quarter of a teaspoon and see how you do. Well, that pulled her right out of it. And she went on, she was done within about three more days. But after I started hearing about all the things that are happening around the country, around the world, I started, I, I said, there's no coincidences. We know that. That's the way, you know, I tell everyone, if you see something, it seems like a coincidence, it's not. Okay, so then I thought I need to talk about this. So that's one of the remedies that I like to have on hand. Like I said, along with the magnesium, it was great. Flaspy is another one, and this one is a general. Uh, it's a, it's an it acts as an anti-hemorrhagic and an anti-uric acid remedy. It has a real effect on the kidneys. Um, another one that's really important is china, and this is great for dysmenorrhea. We talk about painful menstruation. Men's, menstrual colic, um, the menses is dark, profuse, profuse with anemia and pain. The menses is clotted with abdominal distension, uterine hemorrhage with ringing in the ears, fainting, blood loss since childbirth. Magnesium muraticum is like magnesium phosphoricum, but it's um, muraticum, it's, the, it's the, um, the chloride instead of the phosphorus. Menses is profuse, dark, lumpy, like pitch with cramps. Menses is black, clotted, more copious when sitting than walking, which is an odd, you know, we always look at those odd and peculiar symptoms. Uterine cramps extending to the thighs. So, like I said, I'm not, um, there's many, many more. I have Nux Vomica listed here with, with symptoms, Sabina. Um, and then we go into just other, you know, other rubrics with female menses, bright red and profuse, and female um, prolonged um, profuse menorrhagia. And we talk about these, and there's different um, remedies listed. But I'm not going to go through all of them with you guys, just because I, if you're kind of a newbie, I don't want you. To, I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I just want you to understand that there are homeopathic remedies, and that there are natural herbs and things that really do help. Okay, that really can help you to get a hemorrhagic situation under control very, very quickly. And like I said, if Ipecac is another one too that is really famous for bright red blood I have but it's it's really important that you just have a few handful a handful of remedies on hand 
and that you know how to use them. Like I said, I like to have the cayenne pepper in capsules so that you can, you know, shove them, you know, take them down the throat real quick. Um, like when they, when they were giving them to the cattle, if you have cattle that were having these squirting veins, you can actually just take an eighth to a quarter cup of cayenne pepper, mix it in water, put it in a, like we used to use pop bottles, and then just kind of put it down their throat so that, you know, in their jaw, like in, beside their jaw, so they can't, they can kind of try to close their jaw on it, but they, they can't close it off completely. And the movement of their jaw, and they'll swallow that right down, and that will take care of the hemorrhaging very quickly as well, because it does stop hemorrhaging. Because, like I said, it does have such an effect on the blood pressure. So, anyway, these little tidbits, it's kind of fun to learn about them. It's kind of nice to have that in your back pocket so that you can say, oh, you know, I'm not scared of this or I'm not scared of that because I know what I can do and where I can go to get more information about that. And I, I can help my family. I think it's really important. Like I said, I'm going to put a couple of links for some more good information as to doctors around the world that are speaking out about things that you know we need to know about and i'm just going to put that in the members corner because i <laughs> it's just easier to talk when you can talk freely <laughs> so okay folks i hope this was a little bit helpful to you so that you understand a little bit more about the um life situation that we're all living in right now and i for one am well i won't say i'm angry but i do find myself getting more angry and when I say getting more angry, it's only because oh, I just want, yeah, I don't mind hard work, but I don't want to have to look over my shoulder all the time. And so I, I really feel such an obligation to help under, other people know what's going on and help them to get their first aid kit to a point where they can take care of their families in an effective, efficient way. But that's a lot of knowledge that we, you know, we have to get out there. Because like I said, so much of this has been lost. And it's not an accident that it's been lost. You know, they, books have been gotten rid of. Um, I don't know. Our parents went medical on us. <laughs> what are we going to do, right? Anyway, I hope this helps. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.